Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. How about the way Stone Garrett's been swinging the bat? A couple of guys I want to call quick attention to. And again, you will hear the interview Toby did with Abrams. You'll hear my interview with uh, Danny uh, with Mackenzie Gore coming up on Busting Loose Baseball. But there's two pretty unheralded players on offense that continue to hit. So let's start with um, Stone Garrett, who had a hell of a week. He was 10 for 21 at the plate over the last six games, a 476 average, a team high 1,400 ops. He had two homers in a game, and they were really towering bombs. But he's also doubled three times. Just an impressive last several days. You look at Stone Garrett's season totals all of a sudden as he's getting to play a little bit more. You know, Now that the dust is settled in the outfield, he's kind of emerging. His OPS is over 800 on the year. 810 mm-hmm. ops, nine home runs as a part-timer, and about 200 at-bats. That. You know, about a, a little more than a third of a major league season if you're an everyday player. If you're talking about a 25 homer type season with an 800 OPS, the way he swung it, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, good for him. He's getting an opportunity, and it's something that when Dickerson was released, we kind of thought that it'd turn into a platoon with him and Rutherford, and Rutherford has kind of struggled. So it's given the opportunity to Stone Garrett now to face right handed pitching, which he hadn't done a whole lot this season, and really up to a certain point, I kind of struggled with. And now he's slugging against right-handed pitching. He's hitting against everyone. And, you know, I don't know uh, if there's been a swing change or a little tweak or something, but he's clearly attacking the the baseball right now. And when he makes contact, a guy of his size, it goes a long way. So I'm excited to see what he can continue to do with this opportunity because, I mean, who knows if he's going to be the, you know, part of the future with this baseball team or another, but it's cool to see guys when they get an opportunity at the big league level, just from a human standpoint, go out there and have success and show that they can be a big league ball player. Backup catcher Riley Adams is the other guy I wanted to mention. Uh, He got the start in a day game. It was a getaway day, Riley Adams day. Another two hits, another two RBI. This is his season totals now. This is not like his last five games. Now, he barely ever plays, which I'd like to still find a way to change a little bit. A 310 batting average and a 927 OPS. Not a great framer according to the metrics, 15th percentile, but big target. I know the Nats like the way he handles himself behind the plate. He's also been very good with his pop time. He's 73rd percentile with his pop time compared to 3rd percentile for Ruiz. Max exit velocity for him is up around 65, 66 percentile. So he can barrel the baseball and do some damage. He's a big guy, obviously, 6'4". He weighs 255, 260 pounds. He's only 27. It's not like he's in his mid-30s. They've got some catchers coming in the system, so we'll see what ends up becoming the plan moving forward with Riley Adams. But especially against lefties, when he's in the lineup, I fully expect him to get a hit. Like, that is a pick-to-click Fandle parlay. Riley Adams is getting a hit today. It's a day game and a lefty's on the mound, and I feel good about it. Yeah, 100%. And it's something that he's going to be a part of the future, at least for the next couple of years, you'd think, with this team. Like you mentioned, maybe you got some catchers coming up. Is it something that 
you could maybe teach him first base or something like that because you'd love to have his bat in the order. I mean, every single time he's in the why lineup, can't he DH he a little bit. You know, and like yeah. Manessis probably is not your. I guess they could do the Manessis thing again next year if they wanted to, but to me, you know, there's you get him a couple starts at catcher here and there, maybe an occasional start at first if he can play the position. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe a DH spot here or there, but like I'm not saying he would do this all year long. But as long as he keeps doing it, isn't there an obligation to figure out how you can get him a couple more at-bats? I mean, the guy has played very little. His war is over one, according to baseball reference. A guy that's played in 105 at-bats or something around there. How many Nats have a war of one, I wonder? It's absolutely incredible what he's been able to do. And like you said, every single time he goes out onto the field, you're thinking, okay, this guy's going to come up with a hit today. Or... He's going to go yard or he's going to come up with a big spot and he's going to come through and you got to find ways to get him at bats. Hopefully not at the expense of Cabot Ruiz. It's unfortunate that they're, you know, at the same position. And so you can't just immediately throw Riley Adams in there more, but I mean, credit to him, the way that he's been playing, he's forcing himself into the lineup in a way, even though they're not really doing that, but that's the kind of thing that you like to see. Again, another cool thing about this baseball team, guys getting opportunities and coming through. Uh, anything else big league level before we dip down to the minors? Uh, I mean, we haven't touched on it a lot, but it is something to monitor with the six-man rotation, and I think that's a really good thing for the young pitchers in the staff. I mean, namely Mackenzie Gore, who's blowing past his career high in innings pitched in a in a season. So, you know, I think it's a good thing to limit that, but it is also something to note with the bullpen going forward. If Davey does some of the things like I talked about where he – maybe leaves a guy in a little bit longer to try to save some arms. That's probably part of the reason why, because they're one arm less in the bullpen and another extra in the rotation. Yeah, I, that comes up in the conversation. You guys will hear with Mackenzie Gore, as uh, Toby's been telling you. Uh, you'll hear from C.J. Abrams, who he talked to, Gore, who I spoke to uh, here at the end of the pod. Um, all right, real quick, couple of notes from the minors then. First, D.J. Hers, who's the lefty, who came over in the Jamer Candelario deal from the Cubs dealt last night in the minor leagues. This was his best start of the year. In fact, Uh, he faced one over the minimum and five overpowering innings for the nationals. Um, This is kind of him at his best, right? We said probably ultimately ends up a reliever, but there is some upside and hope here that he could be a starter. The strikeout rates, unbelievable. It's a career 178 average in the minors. 5.6 hits per nine. No one's ever hit him. The problem is he walks a lot of guys. Not yesterday. Five innings, one hit, shutout ball, no walks, and 10 strikeouts for him uh, just acquired in that Candelario deal, the number 16 prospect in the system. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, the strikeouts have obviously been there. That's something we talked about when he was acquired. But the big thing was, okay, he might strike out a lot of guys, but he walks a lot of guys too. So the big thing, no walks. That's what you want to see. That was double A, by the way. I mean, it's not like you're doing that in A ball. That That's a pretty nasty outing. Mm-hmm. Um, a, another thing worth talking about would be that Jake Bennett returned for the Nationals in the minor leagues. Uh, it wasn't a particularly productive or, or long re- return where he pitched four or five innings. Uh, pitched an inning plus, I think. Got hit a little bit. Gave up a couple runs. But this is a big deal. He's the 22-year-old that they drafted in the second round at pick number 45 last year. Basically, the Yoani Morales area where they took Yoandi this year at 40. 
Um, Bennett got off to an incredible start in the minor leagues, mostly at Fredericksburg, got bumped up to Wilmington. He was shoving against a ball guys, uh, 2.02 ERA, including yesterday's return in 13 starts, 58 innings, 72 strikeouts. The Nats were super coy with what was wrong with him, but they obviously shut him down for several weeks. Didn't let him pitch. And so it's pretty obvious that something was a foot that they didn't like with that arm. Uh, but he's back, he's healthy, and I'm sure they'll keep him on some type of you know short leash the rest of the way. But just get thought was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He hadn't pitched since June 24th, got back out on the mound August 16th. So almost a couple full months, almost two full months approaching that, just a week less than that. So obviously something was going on there, but I'd rather have some abundance of caution because this is a guy that – He's shown that he can feast against his lower levels. Let's see what he can do against some of the the higher levels once he gets there. But he looks like he could be someone that could add to the back of this rotation when he gets up there. So I'm excited to see what he can continue to do. And I'm I'm glad that he was able to get back out and finish the season.